This Westwards mini masterclass is a production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. For more information on Westwards and what we do, please go to westwards.com.au. Hello and welcome to today's mini masterclass from Westwards. My name is James Roy, I'm your host, and today I'm going to be sharing a short recording of a conversation I had with two wonderful writers who have just spent almost a week at Daffodil Cottage. Daffodil Cottage is a small cottage in North Katoomba that we are privileged to be able to use thanks to the generosity of the owners, and we host a number of uh, residencies there each year and ideally they're residencies for people who are collaborating which is exactly what Helen and Melinda do. They are collaborating on a novel at the moment. Uh, they're both working a little bit outside of genres that they're familiar with and I was really interested when I went and, and spoke to them and actually had a very nice dinner with them to talk to them about the way the collaboration worked because collaboration as I understand it has often been two people with different skills for it. So for example, somebody who has uh, an understanding of the history of a particular situation with someone who is more of the craft-driven writer, or it might be somebody who is a poet working with somebody who is an illustrator or whatever. But in this instance, they're taking a slightly different approach. Now, there is a spot just in the middle, actually towards the back end of this video, where we take a little break because Things went a little bit haywire in terms of the conversation. You'll get a little bit of a hint about where the conversation might have headed. And then I've had to put a little gap in there, and I'll let you know when that is, because it was a very fun conversation, but perhaps it's not right for this audience. So let's get started. So I'm talking tonight with Helen Thurlow and Melinda Smith at Daffodil Cottage. Now this is, this is I feel really lucky because I think two weeks, Two weeks ago, I was over at Varuna having dinner with all the people from the Westwards Varuna residence in. They didn't have Hungarian meatballs there. They had, I think it was Sheila's famous fish pie or something. That was very yeah, good. you can't complain about Sheila. No, can't, no, and I would never dream of complaining about Sheila, but those Hungarian meatballs that uh, you provided tonight were, tonight were very good, Helen. I'll, I'll have to... Let my mum listen to this podcast then so that she knows. <laughs> Don't forget the rhubarb crumble. Oh, oh okay. Get, I was getting there. But, um, so you guys are here at the Daffodil Cottage uh, up in the Blue Mountains. You've got a, almost a week here working together. And one of the things about the cottage is we, we love it when people collaborate on stuff. Um, and you're collaborating. So Helen and I have met many times and I know you're a young adult writer predominantly and a fiction writer and a whole bunch of things but your book Promising Azra was a young adult novel. Yep, that's right. Melinda I haven't met before but I know a little bit about you. I know that you won a big prize a couple of years back, a Prime Minister's Award and you've published a whole bunch of poetry, poetry editor from the Canberra Times. Mm -hmm. Are you still doing that? Oh here? no that's that's no, a that's while ago now. While ago. Yep. Right, right. And so when we got the application from you two at the, together it was an intriguing kind of idea. So would you like to maybe just tell us what the idea was? What's the, um, the connection and the collaboration about? Maybe we could talk a little bit about the fact that we've known each other for a very long time, but yep. we haven't ever worked together before. That's right. And then yep. maybe you could talk about your idea for the... Because it was really 
partly Helen's brainchild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I dragged you into it. Yeah. Because collaborations, you know, you often get poets working with illustrators for picture books or you might get, you know, there's other ways, but a young adult writer ostensibly and a poet working together, I'm keen to know where the connection is and what the... Yeah, well, it's actually, it came out a little bit from Catching Up With Melinda, which we try to do, we don't live in the same city, Melinda lives in Canberra and I'm in Sydney, and we caught up just when you were allowed to, after the lockdown, the 2020 lockdown, Yeah. Uh, in Canberra, um, just snuck some time in there, and then you told me you were collaborating with a bunch of dancers. And that's what made me think, well, if you're collaborating with dancers, why don't you collaborate with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I haven't checked all the rooms, but I assume there's no dancers staying have, here. We have no dancers squirreled away in the second well, bedroom. We, we no. thought about doing some dancing last night. <laughs> but that's sort of like when yeah. dance and libretto and that sort of thing, that, that combines a couple of related yeah, uh, strings. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of telling Helen how I was a bit... A bit sick of my own head and mm. I really enjoyed collaboration as a way of producing creative stuff without having to ransack just my own head. And yeah, because you get thrown random get, elements yeah, that you can yeah. run with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just rubbing up against another creative consciousness and all of that. And I, I talked about how some of the collaborative work I've done in the past has been my favourite stuff to do. and. And she said, yeah, why don't, you, why don't we do something together? And we've known each other for, I don't know, more than 10 years. Yeah, we met in yeah. a, a queue at the Poetry Festival, queue for lunch, <laughs> at the Poetry Festival <laughs> in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. And we were both um, amused by the spelling of the lunch offerings on the blackboard at the cafe. Right. <laughs> We bonded over spelling. We thought he misspelling. Would, yes, yeah, misspelling. you know, spelling Nazis. Here we yeah. are. No, not really. <laughs> my own heart. No, I think we were jamming on the meaning of the alternative spelling. Do you remember any of them? <laughs> I wrote a poem about it actually. Oh, I'd have to dig it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. But and we've kept in contact kind of since that time. Um, but yeah, never worked together before this. So this no. has been an adventure. Yeah. So how's it yeah. working? What what what's the premise of the thing, and and how is the process working? Well, the process is very experimental. Um, but <laughs> you're laughing because chaos. Yes. Chaos. <laughs> well, we, no, it's we, not. Not totally We had we have a premise which I'll go into in a minute, mm. but we we. We're exploring an idea, uh, but the process is that we have a phone call every couple of weeks and progress tasks through that. So we, we worked out, we went through all our agendas and our meeting notes this afternoon to harvest any ideas that we might have overlooked. And we had 24 meetings, mm, mm. so like it's been pretty sustained what we've managed to do over that time and we've had three get-togethers yeah but none of them have been as long as this so we've been able to kind of get through quite a lot of stuff so is the text done. itself uh is it a kind of melange of prose and poetry or oh. how is that oh interesting yeah we are stepping out of genre both of us a bit okay, so good. you know as a, as you've mentioned i'm a um, poet and i have written um, shorter fiction and some of it's been published but I'm not really this is my first long form fiction um, project mm -hmm. and it's adult contemporary fiction as opposed to YA so um, which is new for me new too. Helen yeah. too so and it's off-brand for both of us because it is adult in a kind of capital A sense because it, it's quite 
frank about um, sexual themes as well. And so, um, yeah, it's uh, how, how have we been describing it? A kind of a frank exploration of midlife sexuality that just happens set, set to be set COVID. during COVID. Yeah. Um, which has thrown a spanner in the works of our protagonists' attempts to have sexual explorations because it's all been a lot more difficult to even meet people in the normal way, let alone be intimate with people. Yeah, Zoom doesn't quite <laughs> do it, does it? <laughs> yeah. uh, And then also just the, the pressure cooker thing of uh, a family home where everyone's at home working, the teenagers are being homeschooled, so there's a lot of togetherness with the family and a lot of frustration within that as well. So this is a sidebar, do you think that there's going to be a a dip in birth rates coming out of the other end of COVID? A dip? It depends on what your age bracket. <laughs> I think I think, I think the, the people who the yeah, moment, I think the right. people who couldn't stand each other and the people who just got really bored and made more babies are probably going to balance each other out yeah. <laughs> in the end. But there is a lot of you know stuff around people having trouble getting appointments for psychologists. Mm. There's been a lot of relationship mm. breakdown. A lot um, of schools are reporting that there's a been a big uptick in kids acting out in certain ways as well. Yeah, mm. so mm. it's been you know. We've covered this territory a bit. It's been a stressful time in all sorts of ways. Mm -hmm. But um, for our protagonist, she's approaching her 50th birthday. Menopause is not too far away. And she's feeling like there's an important part of herself that's going to end. And so it's her exploring and being goaded by her friend to kind of, I guess, reassess her identity. Um, so we just put it through a few trials and see what happens. So who's driving the show? Because presumably somebody has to be, or well, maybe they don't have to be, but the arbiter of what goes in and what doesn't go in. And who who came to the, who came to whom with the idea? I came to Melinda with a diff, slightly different idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's evolved a lot oh, it's since then. That, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, but I think we're pretty. I think we're pretty good at being open to um, changing it. Yeah, I think, like yeah, I think our, a lot of our decisions about what goes and what stays are really kind of joint decisions. I mean, that's what, what we do during those phone calls and what we're doing a lot of this week is really kind of honing the vision um, and making sure that, you know, the through line is really clear and makes sense and that there's enough variety in everything we're doing. So we... So it, it is a democracy, but, you know, we do reserve the right to have tantrums from time to time. But we, we, <laughs> we haven't had really tantrums. had tantrums. <laughs> we haven't had tantrums, not yet. Mm-hmm. But I think we, the, the interesting thing is we didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. And the, we started the novel in real time. So the backstory of the novel started in October when we first decided to do the project. Mm-hmm. And then the first kind of events were to November, December. So it was a lead yeah. up to Christmas. And we thought at the time that we were writing a story about coming out of COVID because yeah. that's what we all thought was happening. Mm. And then there was the Northern Beaches lockdown and then there was a bit of a reprieve and then Delta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we are. And yeah. so the whole year that we kind of, the story that we, we sketched out... Was totally different, yeah. 
just yeah. it wasn't possible. Yeah, it involved trips to New Zealand and trips to Victoria and yeah, all sorts and of things that just have yeah, not ended up being possible. A medieval fair that didn't happen. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, there lots, was lots of events that uh, dancing in nightclubs and yeah, yeah. Just stuff that just was not. So yeah, okay. we have had to reassess, but it, but you know, constraint and necessity is the mother of invention. So I think we've we've come out of it with a very interesting story and journey nonetheless and there were still windows during that whole period where you could meet people in person if you followed various rules so we still managed to make some in-person things happen in the novel it's not all on zoom but we have been very kind of strict we quite like the constraint of actually sticking to the real lockdowns Mm -hmm. and the real places and what was allowed and what wasn't and when you had to wear masks and Mm. And, um, yeah. Adam, it's been interesting, actually. We're watching a show at the moment called um, This Way Out, which is written by Ashlyn B. And oh, with Sharon hilarious, Moore. hilarious it, woman. And it's, yep. it's dark but very funny, but we've been watching... We're on halfway through, or towards the end of the second season right now, and we're watching, obviously, as they were writing it, the mm. lockdown was starting to occur because now some of those characters are starting to... They started to talk about it in, mm, the, in, mm. in almost in real time. But I guess my my question was going to be, you know, usually when people collaborate, it might be something like, you know, for example, my book, the last book I wrote, I collaborate with somebody who lived the experience, but I did all the actual writing. Mm, yeah. Or you might be, you know, Paul Jennings and Morris Gleitz from where they write character about and go back and forth, back and forth. Who's who's doing the writing, and how is how are you making that work? We're both doing we're the writing. We're both doing the writing. Yeah, how are you making it work? Well, we, 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 <laughs> we haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't yet. But remember when we first started, we, we did a lot of work at trying to arrive at a voice. Yeah. We wrote a couple of sample scenes in. And we, we, first we had to work out point of view. And we wrote a couple and of part, sample present, present and, and past. past. Test, we wrote test. a few sample scenes. To start and the book. Yeah. Once, yeah. I was remember doing an exercise like that at the yeah. New South Wales Writers' Centre yeah. about yeah, nine years it ago. It might have been, yeah. And, yeah, we wrote... Um, close third person and we wrote a first person and um, we ended up settling on you know the close third person is, is that just was the scene that worked the best yeah. I think when we wrote that was them. the book club one I think yeah yeah and we um, we just kind of looked at the styles of what we had written and we've kind of been approaching a style and yeah. I, I think it's working because when we've gone through in detail some of the scenes that we produced months and months ago to do a detailed edit on them we have arrived at points where we can't remember who originally wrote that bit and um some of them it's obvious like there's a uh, you know an anecdote from one of our friends that's ended up in the book and we know whose friend it wasn't so it's yeah, that's kind of it's easier to pick those things apart but um but there are some some things that we, we kind of can't tell now where it originally came from and i think if we were writing something at the more idiosyncratic poetic literary or high literary end of the spectrum it would be harder to merge our styles but we are aiming at a more general audience and I think um, we are both we're different people but we have had a lot of similar thoughts about the issues that that get canvassed in the novel and so I think that helps us kind of arrive at a bit of a consistent Mm. approach when we're it's more about writing. kind of following through the logic of it too, like yeah. the points that we want to make and how we can illustrate that. Um, yeah, but we do write different scenes. Like we'd like you write that scene, you write that scene. Yeah, um, but then when we edit it, we're editing it 
literally together, either on the phone or across a desk. Um, yeah. In, in it's a little time. bit like, um, you know, when, they, when people do improv comedy, they talk about you never say no, it's, it's yes, yes and. Yes and. Do you, yeah. find, yes do you find you're sort of falling back on that idea a little bit or, or do you, you, is there a bit more of a requirement for you to go, ah, oh, no, I don't think that's going to huh? work? Um, I, think, I think it's a little bit like we're just trying to get out a whole lot of material mm. and not all of it's going to end up in the book. But the, sorry, but the thing yeah. is, I'm going to... Go on, do it, James. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kill your darlings. It's yeah. all very well to kill your darlings, but when you've got to kill someone else's darling, that, yeah, that's going to get tense, right? No, no, we went through a whole section. Right, Melinda, today. I hate your character. I'm going yeah. to kill that yeah. character you came up with. Or... You don't say it like that. Oh. It's, yeah. You say it nicer than that, Jones. You say it nicer than that. <laughs> yeah. We both, we, I mean, we came up with a whole bunch of characters who are now dead. Yeah. And, and I don't remember where remember the body is. Remember that Irish next door neighbour? Yeah. yeah she's she's oh, oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. And that yeah, was one of yours. Was I think mine. she died. She yeah. was awful. Um, she had to go. There are, yeah. there are several ones that I've come up with that are dead, or at least, you know, they're kind of they're faded into the background because we don't need them as much or whatever. Or it just, we're getting too many characters and we're just, other things are emerging because of the constraints and of Can we COVID. blend these two characters yeah. into yeah. one sort of background? Or do they even serve the story sufficiently because mm. that we thought we would counterpoint a theme with another story but then it turns out that probably is just going to be distracting so we need to let that go yeah. so and we did character profiles exhaustive character profiles. yeah we did quite a lot of that in the like the ones weeks. you taught us to do james <laughs> um you know we took them out for coffee do you remember that one mm-hmm. we took them out for coffee and so we wrote our thing so i've oh, got 25 characters written up something yeah like that. yeah and we're not using and probably them. using probably got rid of half of them yeah. but well, you can save them up and use them later and yeah. something else. Yeah. So they, they become like... Well, if this becomes, you know, a series, well, some of them might back make the characters. Put them in your character bank and use them later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. just it's all that stuff, all that deep stuff that goes behind each character. Yeah. Not all of it. It's going to be useful. And I think a lot, of it, a lot of our work, our best work has been done while we've been going on walks together. And that's one of the great things about this residency is there are a lot of great walks to do mm. here so we often even when it's dumping down right? yeah, yeah well we have managed we have to walking we, boots. <laughs> we have walking boots we have rain parrot <laughs> we, we have, have raincoats we've been managed to hit a few windows when it hasn't been yeah. raining and the other times when we've got together on the project is also we've basically tried to go for at least one walk a day of you know 45 minutes an hour whatever and that's when we kind of say, do you think do you think she would do this, or do you think if when that happens, this is more likely, or that is more likely, or you know that thing we we said would happen, I'm I'm feeling like that might not happen anymore. Do you think? So we we kind of just talk it all mm. out and arrive at. So it's not like we're um, precious with each other, but we're just kind of very open. We we realise that it's uh, it's all on the table. And what we need is a good story, and it doesn't really matter who's contributed what to the pot. Once mm. you've made the dish, you can't tell, you know, who mm. put the meat in and who put the herbs in. That's all well and good for yeah. the way a plot works or characterisation, but mm. when you're talking about voice and style, how are you going to work that out? Yeah, I think we've got just... It's quite comic, what we're doing, right. and we're both hilarious people as I'm sure you've worked <laughs> out um, well what you just said must be wrong after a while so what can I tell you <laughs> can I have ten copies of that book <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, you're going to be taking that story about the moth and the podiatrist. <laughs> the moth, yeah, the moth and the podiatrist. Yeah. I'm sure one of the um, more interesting characters will attempt uh, at some point to tell the story badly, and we'll put it in there just for you. Now we've got a question yeah. about hands. So <laughs> oh, oh God! No, you no, haven't no, had no, enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do get our friends to do, to do a lot of our research, James. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need to know? We need to know what would happen if you mixed up hand sanitizer and lube and how that would feel <laughs> for mm. someone who has equipment that neither of oh, us Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so we were wondering... Might have you to know, get back to you. <laughs> there's some over there's there. Some <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was one of those situations. <laughs> Westwards does not condone what we're yeah, doing. No, that's right. You can edit this bit out. I know that you have the skills. <laughs> and it was at this point where hilarity ensued for a good five minutes. But eventually we pulled ourselves together and got back onto the track that we had previously been on and we continued our conversation. I have no doubt that you'll make it work. I, I'm just... I know that myself as a writer, I, I might struggle to relinquish that. Yeah. It has, it has been interesting. Because you do like to keep a bit of yeah. control. You know, and, and, of course, writers do this all the time when they hand it over to an illustrator for a picture book. That's mm. part of... Making the picture book. That's part of... And it works best most of the time when you do it that way. But when two people are writing a story of one character, I'd, yeah. I'd be really interested. In, and I, I'm keen to look back on this when it's all done and see yeah. how it works. Well, I feel like she... The main character, whose name's Genevieve, mm. which was... Uh, your choice. Was it my choice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had this idea that yeah. it should be a Genevieve. She yeah. was waiting for us. Um, that she has kind of a bit of a life of her own now because we've been writing mm. her for over a year. Yeah. We, we just talk, talk about, about her like she's she, real. <laughs> we do. She's a real person. And we yeah. talk about her husband, Hugh, and what Hugh would do. And there was uh, a thing with their daughter who was um, doing the HSC last year. And she... Uh, had a barbecue to go to at the end of the year and it was all kind of a bit messy last year as well as this year for HSE students. Mm. Um, but they went to a party, uh, the parents went to a party where, which was part of the beginning of the Northern Beaches cluster. Mm. So the whole family had to stay in until they got their COVID test results. Mm. And there's a bit of a conversation about, you know, the daughter can't go off to this picnic. But they've all had tests, but they're waiting around and waiting around. And the early test took quite a while to come back. Yeah, at that stage and there's that discussion about well if I really had COVID they would have told me by now so I really don't need to stay at home do I and there's, it's an argument between the parents like these conversations have happened all over Australia yeah. um, because if you really have COVID they would have jumped on you but you haven't got permission to leave the house yet so what do you do <laughs> yeah you know mm. stuff like that so we're talking about them as if what would they do and like Genevieve would be a little bit um flexible because she feels sorry for her daughter but her husband's kind of going but that's going to set a terrible example for the children and if the contact tracers get on to us and Department of Health will be in so much trouble and blah, blah, blah. so you know yeah. they're real people to us now James so we're not in control of their voice yeah they're just, we're just channeling and it's, them, yeah it's, and it's Genevieve's you know it's all filtered through Genevieve's consciousness yeah um, so it's really kind of her she's evolving but I mean I will say as someone who's collaborated with people in other genres or other artistic pursuits, that and this is the first time I've done a project where both of us are responsible for the words, that it was a little bit of a pivot for me to go, oh, no, that's right. You know, we're both on the words. 
Mm. It's not like I do the words and that person does the physical movement or I do the words or that person does the music. Um, it's we're both doing the words. And it was a little bit of a mental gear shift for me, but we made that shift, or at least I made that shift so long ago now I can't remember mm. how hard it was. It wasn't really that... It doesn't, I that think when you look at that early me. stuff, the style looks more different. Yeah. Um, but I guess as we go through the editing phase, that'll be kind of... But there might yeah, be a, there might be getting very meta for a minute. There might be a novel about the writing of this book, you know, because <laughs> I'm just imagining that you end up, you know, in the publisher's office, and the publisher goes, "I really think you should do this with this character," and, and one of you turns the other guy and goes, "I told you that's what we should have done with," and it sort of ends up being this kind of, I don't know, I'm, 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 my mind's spinning now. <laughs> we don't, um, yeah. Because there's, there's got to be some sort of horse, horse training, doesn't there, where you go, you can have that, I'll have this, or just yeah. have you just not had any... Oh, look, I think earlier on it was harder for me to let go of bits that I'd written, but it's just, we, again, we've been doing this for so long now. It's what would just, Genevieve do? Yeah, it's, what would, yeah it's become mm. what would Genevieve do, and it's just easy for us to talk about her and what she would do as if she was a real person, and so... It's not really about either of us anymore. It's about uh, this yeah. kind of joint thing that mm. we've created that's outside of us. I think, too, the early pieces, you would have spent a lot longer crafting them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess I've just, I'm used to jettisoning so many words that I've written quickly that it's not quite as painful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as, are as you different kinds of writers in that regard? Like, uh, oh, I think so. You kind of, yeah. you kind of, you've always been this way, haven't you? I recall you kind of just put lots of words down and then start chipping away at them and yeah. find what's in there. But are yeah. you a bit more sort of slow and considered in the... Yeah, I just, I, I do, I kind of over-research, or at least I used to until I've been doing this for a while, I think. Um, I just try and, I spend a lot of time trying to think my way into the scene and... I am not as fluent with, um, I don't know, uh, kind of the, the normal everyday mechanics of, you know, manoeuvring people in and out of rooms and all of that stuff because I'm a poet normally. I oh, just normally start with the person right where I want them. I don't bother. Poetry is more about a moment or yeah, a, or a yeah. feeling than a... Yeah. I, than a, and you put yeah. a lot more detail in right from the start. Yeah, yeah. Which we will, yeah, and which we end up either keeping like about 10% of or... Oh, or we can add stuff Or we can later. add it in later, yeah. yeah. So, so the, I mean, there's been, you know, there's been a process of approaching um, a way of writing that's more appropriate for this project. But mm. it's been, you know, I'm used to, as, as a poet, you know, you don't make enough to exclusively write poetry. And in my other lives, I've written you know, software documentation and I've written legal advices and I've written, you know, briefs for ministers and I'm used to having to, and, and training materials, I'm used mm. to having to change my style of writing for an audience and this is just another kind of writing style change. Yeah, but it's the first freedom. creative writing style yeah, change yeah. I've done for a while, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I will very much look forward to talking to you again in, when do you think you'll be ready to talk to again? How long do you anticipate this is going to take? Um, I'm hoping we'll finish a solid first draft maybe in the next six months, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I think we've got, certainly got enough words, yeah. but they need to be bullied into the right place, <laughs> mm. and then we probably need to write all the bridging pieces between those. So so some panel beating to take place, yeah? Yeah, yeah panel yeah. beating. Mm. And we know, we're, I think we're pretty, we've, in the time we've been here, we've worked out where it's going to end, and... Yeah, we've identified all the bits that we do have and don't have yet, yeah. and we've got to be 
kind of clearer picture of whereas before we were kind of mm. more, we weren't quite sure what we were writing towards and what kind of felt right for that arc of the story mm. so um, so it's a happy ending yeah mm. somebody gets a happy ending happily for now happily for now yeah, yeah. happily mm. enough for now <laughs> well, better, they, better than they were at the beginning right yeah. different than they were at the beginning yes different. definitely yeah. different yeah definitely different well thank you so much for talking to me I'm, I do really look forward to seeing where this goes and um, we'll do this again in maybe six months or so Ooh. see if you're still talking to each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah we hope we are too yeah, yeah. thanks thank thanks, you James. thanks for having us James thanks Wes Words. <laughs>